Hey friends, you're tuned into another episode of VA Nutrition Coaching, the podcast with me, your host, Verona, and we are in for a juicy episode today. Now, I recently had a question. Can you still work out and eat exactly the same way that you used to? Now, before I get into today's questions, friends, if you have any questions like this, do not be afraid to ask me. You can send them to me two ways. If you're on Instagram, at me and send them to me in my DMs at VA Nutrition Coaching or email me support at vanutritioncoaching.co.uk. If you're on Facebook, you can still join me over there. I'd love to answer more of these questions and do a Q&A answer for you there. Now, when it comes to this type of question, one of the things that you need to ask, I'm going to get into this episode straight away. One of the things that you need to ask is why? Ask yourself why. Now, if you've ever been around children, if you've got children of your own, you have nieces, nephews, cousins that you've looked after, and they go through this phase of asking why. Even when you explain the answer, they ask why again. And sometimes it can get a little bit frustrating because you're like, because I said so. But because of the stage of growth that they are in, they don't actually understand. Their level of comprehension is not the same as you and I. And if you expect them to have that level of comprehension, then it tends to lead to frustration. And it then leads to just because I said what I said, then that's how it is. But instead of having this kind of abrupt way of thinking, what I say goes, and just because I said I said it, and that's what it is, try to understand it from the child's perspective. Hey friends, welcome. Welcome to VA Nutrition Coaching, the podcast. You are tuned in for another weekly episode and I am your host, Verona, and I'm so glad you're here. I'm here to give you mindset-focused nutrition, weight loss advice that you can keep off for the long term. It's not about restrictive diets here. It's not about cutting out carbohydrates. It's definitely not about cutting out your favorite foods in order to lose weight that, quite frankly, as soon as we've lost it, we end up regaining it and a little bit more. No, friends, I'm here to give you real talk, no-nonsense weight loss that you can actually achieve realistically and keep it off. I'm a faith-based woman also keeping it real when it comes to weight loss and keeping it real when it comes to nutrition, helping you do things you can actually sustain for a long term. Now friends, let's get into today's episode. They are of the age where they are going through that inquisitive stage. You are the person that they trust in that particular moment. You are the person that they learn from. Now, in order for them to learn the right things, if you don't tell them, they're going to find it somewhere else. So in order for you to teach your child and to teach them well and to train them up in the way that they should go so that they don't depart from those morals and those truths that you have trained them, which, by the way, is a Bible scripture. But if you don't want them to do that, it's important to understand what they're actually asking. Yes, it can get frustrating. Yes, it can get a little bit like because I said so, but it's understanding that the child is being inquisitive and they don't know what they don't know and they're trusting you to empower them and equip them with that knowledge background of working with children and young people here so it's, it's exciting for the child to find out new things and to find out new learning and one of the ways that I encourage my clients is to do the same to get inquisitive about your weight loss to get inquisitive about your habits to get inquisitive about your mindset and understand why you think the way that you think but not just to understand it but to plan ahead and see how you can come out of thinking that actually keeps you stuck rather than helping you move forward. One of the things that we do in the roadmap and planning session is do dig into some of those whys. Now, these sessions are not going to be great for you if you're somebody who does not like being asked questions and you get frustrated at the types of questions that you get asked. Now, coaching is a lot about questioning. Now, one of the techniques that I use is a 
questioning, not just for me to answer, to get answers, but it's also for you to understand why you're doing the things that you do and to help you come out of the habits that you have become entrenched in, especially when it comes to thinking, mindset and eating. One of the words to use in your journey is why, because you are constantly going back and you are becoming inquisitive about the food choices you're making and why you continue to eat the way that you did. So if you're asking, can you do a workout and still eat the way that you did and still lose weight? One of the reasons I'm going to tell you is why do you still want to eat the way that you did? What is it about that way of eating that appeals to you? Now you have to kind of get to that point yourself. I can give you tips, I can give you ideas, I can give you suggestions, but they are going to be generic suggestions because I'm one, I'm not working with you, two, I can't see you, and three, it's all individual. It's all based down on you and what your goals are. The second thing is to understand what is it you're looking for? What are you looking for in that lifestyle? What are you looking for in eating those things? And also the third thing is what things do you want to eat? Now, it's all about reframing your mindset when it comes to food and reframing your mindset when it comes to the way that you eat on a day-to-day basis. Now, consider some of these things. If you're asking that, you're asking yourself these questions, what one of the things that I am going to get you to do is consider a few of these things. Now, when you're trying to lose weight and keep it off at a sustainable, steady pace, you need to be considering the things that you're putting in. Now, oftentimes we can start to count calories and think that is the be all and end all. And we kind of count calories. Okay, how many calories is in my favorite meal? How many calories is in this? How many calories is in that? Now, if you start to look at food just as a number, you're kind of looking at food a little bit like a maths equation or a little bit like a calculator. If you're trying to understand the process of calorie counting, have a look at my recent episode where I talk about is tracking the secret source to weight loss. In there I'm talking about calorie counting. In there I'm also talking about who calorie counting is for who it isn't for and whether or not you need to do this thing. Now, if you are already in a calorie deficit, which is the scientific way for our bodies to to be able to lose weight, but you're not actually losing weight, then you can sign up for my free training. In the free training, what we're going to discuss is four reasons to tell whether or not you're in a calorie deficit. And if you're not in a calorie deficit, what you can do if you've stopped losing weight. And you can sign up and download the training straight away via nutritioncoaching.co.uk forward slash calorie dash deficit course. In there, you'll be able to download your free workbook and be able to answer these questions. Now, you might be like, why have I got a workbook? You have to answer these questions. You have to ask yourself these questions because if you get to the stage of your weight loss journey where you you become ungrateful, you become like, gimme, gimme, gimme. I want, 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 do this, 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 this. When you actually start to experience true health, you learn to appreciate that. But if you go, if you go after the quick fixes all of the time, you never really appreciate your body for what it is. You're just trying to get what you can get in the quickest time possible. But how many of us know that the more that we do that, the more that we're going to go back to our old habits because the the methods that we're striving for have been unsustainable in the past. And if we're striving for them now and we've still got the same way of thinking and and still the same way of eating, what has changed? So the first thing you can do is ask yourself why. The second thing that you can do is what has changed? If you're asking the question, can I work out and still eat the way that I did? What has changed from the last time that you have eaten? And if you find that there isn't, then no matter what you're doing, no matter what label that it come on, comes under, you might get frustrated when you don't actually begin to see any results. And when it comes to weight loss, when it comes to eating healthy, it isn't just about the number on the scale. It's definitely not just about how your clothes fit. It's definitely not just losing fat in the quickest way possible, but it's a whole lot more. You're actually changing 
changing your whole entire life. You're changing how you eat. You're changing what you eat. You're beginning to see how your body feels. You're beginning to take into consideration your body as opposed to what your wants are. It's fantastic to eat with in terms of your in terms of your needs, absolutely. But you also have to go with what your body wants. Now, if you're constantly filling yourself with fatty processed foods, greasy foods, or just in excess of calories all of the time, you're going to end up back to the place that you're at, which is why when you're doing this, one of the things to incorporate even more of is nutrient dense foods into the way that you eat on a day to day basis. And that is food that you can actually see, you know how it was processed, you know where it was come from, and it hasn't got much change from when it was grown out of the ground to the time that it's put in your hand. Now, I'm not talking about clean eating because there is no dirty food and there are no such things as good or bad foods, but I'm talking about foods that actually your body begins to feast on and your body begins to feel nourished on. Many of the foods that we eat and drink are nice. They have a nice taste to it, but they've gone through a process in order to preserve their life. Now, if you go to the supermarket and you see food has a shelf life of about five years, you need to consider, is there actually more chemicals that you're eating and putting into your body than the actual food in itself? Now, if a plant comes detached from its, from the ground, it only is going to last for so long. Likewise, can it really last for five years? You have to consider and ask yourself that when you are looking for these things. So it's all foods. It's important to remember all foods have gone for a processing stage in order for it to get from the ground to you. It has to go through some form of process so that it becomes edible for us to eat. But if there's a shelf life on it that is exceedingly unrealistic, these are some of the things that we need to take care of and be be attentive and pay attention to how long those foods are said to be okay to eat for. Now, if you look at this experiment, there was an experiment done for a well-known food chain. And one of the things that they've actually done, why they wanted to do that, I actually have no idea. But one of the things that they did in an experiment and the reason why that experiment was conducted was to see how the food begins to ferment into our gut. Now, this isn't that type of episode for us to go into it today. But if you are somebody who wants to look into it, absolutely do that in your free and spare time because it can be interesting to find out other people's views and to see what these things are actually about. And you start to make the choice and the decision for yourself based on what works for you, your family, your house household and the goals that you have. Now you will be able to see that I haven't quite answered the question yet because it's about you. Now what was I talking about? I was talking about the experiment. So what they did, they actually took some fries and they actually took a burger and they emulsified it in type of um, like a plastic. They emulsified it in a plastic and you know the type of plastic that it was? Thick, thick, thick plastic that you kind of see at museums and they kind of preserved it from the time that they bought it to the time that they did this and basically the experiment was to to show that there was nothing that changed in the composition of the food. So they also did another experiment where they did the same burger, they did the same fries, and you don't see any change from the burger and a considerable amount of time went by before things started to change. The idea of that experiment was to point out the question, can we still eat the same way that we want to eat and still lose weight and still be healthy? So it was also addressing the issue about processed foods and how real our food actually is that we are eating. Though it tastes nice, though it whatever ingredients and stuff that's put in it to bring us back and to entice us back into it, they were conceding how long can this particular two items stay intact for before it starts to go moldy and it was an incredibly shocking amount of time before any degeneration started to happen now that might be a little bit of an extreme example but 
if this is not against anybody who wants to eat processed food, I still eat processed food, but I eat it every now and then. But my personal goal is for me to cut that out of my diet. And then when I say diet, I mean the way that I eat on a day-to-day basis. Now, I do that based on the fact of what my goal is. Now, I'm a Christian. If you didn't know, I'm a woman of faith. And it does say in, in, in the podcast. But I am a woman of faith. And one of the, there's a Bible scripture um, in Daniel. It's called the book of Daniel. And there was an experiment. And there was an experiment to, to between a king and a, between Daniel and this is where the Daniel fast has come from. So Daniel fast is, is eating nothing but fruits and vegetables and you're not eating restricted foods, etc. It's actually reserved for Christian purposes. But in the Bible, Daniel was saying, you go and eat your choice meats, your wine and your rich food and basically the simple type of foods that we have, not sweets and stuff, but you go and eat those highly processed foods. You go and eat those and I will stick to fruits and vegetables. And then when we've come out of it, we will see the change. And they did that for 21 days. So they did that for 21 days. Uh, Daniel ate nothing but fruits and vegetables and then the king started to eat all of those kind of foods and you begin to see the noticeable difference Daniel when he began to eat legumes nuts seeds fruits brown rice all of those things his demeanor did not change in fact he became even more energetic by eating those foods alone now that is the reaction that you want in your body when you're trying to eat nutrient dense when you're focused on nutrient dense foods those are the type of things and those are the type of you get energy boosters energy builders these are the things that come from naturally sourced foods vegetables root vegetables legumes nuts seeds now they don't taste nice when it comes to a burger into in between if you've got a comparison or if you've got one of your children and you give them legumes and nuts they're going to throw the legumes and nuts on the floor though or they're going to go to bed starving they would much rather a burger and fries because it's become so easily accessible to us we begin to crave those foods however start listening to what your body wants now it doesn't mean to say that you can't eat those foods it doesn't mean to say that you can't enjoy your foods but what is your goal what's your goal is it to get back to where you got to who said that you've come away from that space in the initially why is it that you want to do it what is it that you're missing is there something that you feel that you're missing and the third thing to consider is what is your goal why are you doing this what are you doing it for are you doing it just to lose the weight then go back to the way that you've eaten how does that work out for you if that's what you've always done and I know that one can be a hard one to swallow, but it's true. If we're so drawn to food and addictive and fatty foods that in excess that we don't eat them with control, we they don't add any real source of nutrients to our body, if we're honest, what is it that we are actually going for? What do we want to do it for? And those are the things that you are trying to consider when it comes to losing weight and keeping it off for a lifetime. This is a whole lifestyle change. It is, it is long term. Now you can put these foods in if you choose to do it that's your personal choice remembering if you go for a long period of time without these foods your body may have a reaction to those foods and it's important to be aware of that if you go a long enough time oftentimes we get scared we get worried and we think oh my gosh I'm never going to be able to eat normal I'm never going to be able to do the things I used to do of course you can. If your goal is ultimate health for your body if your goal was like what Daniel's was in the bible to eat choice foods, the foods that we, that bring us life. Now, I'm not going to say there's anything wrong with your diet and somebody else's diet, but if it's causing you sickness, if it's causing you inflammation, if it's causing you to doubt, if it's causing you to be lethargic and all of those things, you need to consider 
Do I want to continue eating the way that I'm doing or do I want to be able to continue changing and how am I going to do those changes? And it's also about reducing the amount of foods that you have that are broken down into sugars in our body and the excess energy that we eat from whatever nutrient that you're eating it gets stored as adipose tissue. Now there's this also, there's this other thing that talks about can I eat burgers and fries and still lose weight when I'm eating flexible dieting? You're missing the point here. It's not about that. You're missing the point because if that's your goal, just stick to what you you're doing. Don't worry about calling it another label. Just stick to exactly what you're doing. When you are completely shifting and turning away from a unhealthy and unsustainable relationship with food that's affecting your health, it's affecting your relationships with your children, it's affecting your relationship with yourself, with your body, to continue doing the thing that you're doing, you need to consider and ask yourself, why am I willingly going to enter into that sort of relationship? Why am I willingly going to do that? Now, There are other things that we wouldn't actually do. Why would we intentionally go and put our hand in something or do something or go and put ourselves in harm's way? Why would we intentionally do that? Now, I know there are people that do do that and I'm not talking about that type of abuse in this episode. But if we are intentional about what we're doing, we're intentionally choosing health. What we need to understand is why are we desiring to intentionally go back potentially to the ways that we ate before? Now, there are many people who balance it. There are many people who they have it once few and far between. And then they also start to feel gut issues as well. So then they start to say, okay, then actually, I don't really want to do this. I want to become fully plant-based. Because the more you begin to feed your body with nutrients, the more your body responds to it, the more that you begin to feel it, and the more that you begin to notice the changes on it. Now, I'm not saying that you can't enjoy these things, but it's about limiting them. Limiting them don't mean restriction. Limiting them don't mean cutting it out. There actually was scientific evidence that even if you had one fatty processed meal, that does have an effect on your body and how your body is responding to that also. And that's going to take time for you to get to that level. And everybody might not want to get to that same level. But it's important to understand those three things and understand why do you want to go back? What is it that's back there for you? Flexible dieting has become so misunderstood because people just use it as an excuse and a label to eat whatever you want. Yeah, but my my coach said I can still lose weight. Well, if your coach ain't telling you that you need to change your habits, you need to change your mindset and you need to heal and change your relationship with food, then you need a different coach. The coach is just taking their coin from you and then still causing you to be overweight and have an unhealthy relationship with food. If you want to better your relationship with food, you have got to change. You've got to make some changes. You can't just eat fast food three times a day, every single day and expect it to expect the body to lose weight even if you're in a calorie deficit it's not about just a calorie deficit it's about the quality of foods that you're eating now I've had clients before who have done the same sort of thing and been like why am I not losing weight have a look at your plate what are you eating what are you eating how much are you eating how often are you eating it asking yourself these type of questions are going to get you the difference are going to tell you the difference whether you are not working hard for it you know work it's nothing about working hard or you're not working hard enough you need if you want it more you got to work more you got to burn more you got to do it nothing to do with that it's to do with what your goals are for this and a lifestyle change means a lifestyle change and i'm going to be honest not many people are really ready for the commitment and the change that, that actually takes you think that it's going to be hard work you think that you're never going to be able to eat normally again define a new normal we've adapted to it the last two years over in a pandemic this has become a new normal where you're going into supermarkets and wearing a mask and all of these things that's become a new normal and we've begun to adapt to it and so far shops have begun to open again and we've adjusted to it when it changes we will adapt to it it's going to be uncomfortable at first but we need to get to a place where we're grateful for our bodies 
even in sickness and even unhealthy our bodies have struggled but they've kept us alive one more day to see and be with the family members that we love one more day and if that change is by changing our mindsets building better habits eating nutrient dense foods more legumes more fruits more vegetables why would we choose to do anything else if this is what our body is yearning and craving for Now, each to their own. But for me as a coach, this is the type of woman that I want to work with. I want to work with you if you really want to change your relationship with food. And I'm not saying you can't have processed foods because you understand that processed foods are not just burgers and fries. Every food goes through a form of process in order for us to be able to eat it and our bodies to stomach it. But there there is so much goodness and greatness in the foods that we eat that actually our bodies respond to if your body starts to get lethargic and starts to have because you can have gas from cruciferous vegetables if you're having too many of those but if you start to have intensified issues for example if you've got ibs there are going to be intolerances that you 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 get to the majority of clients not all but the majority of clients that have had ibs pcos most of them have their issues or flare-ups through simple carbohydrates and because you want to be able to fit in you suffer with that and then you start to eat those things so if you're asking that same question from a PCOS perspective you have to ask yourself is it worth the pain for me who had an acid reflux because of 20 years of abuse of fatty fast foods it has become a chronic issue but you can manage a chronic issue for me it was weight related and my diet related the way that I ate on a day-to-day basis so there was not one type of food that did it for me it was an overall change mindset food and weight and weight loss that's why i've developed a build a better gut program to help you if you're the same as that and i'm not saying this is a program that's going to cure all your gut health issues we can absolutely not i'm not saying that but what it is is going to give you an awareness how to navigate these things and how to build healthy habits especially when it comes to nutrition so you're focusing on the choices of food that you're making and the choices of food that you're eating that includes adding in portion control you're adding in and eating the right balance of portion of food for yourself Do you really need three helpings of the same type of meal? And if you're eating breakfast in the morning, it's about making sure that your breakfast is filled with lean protein, a great source of protein. And when you're snacking, snack on things that you like and you enjoy. Yes, you can have sweets, but your whole diet doesn't need to contain sweets and chocolate. It doesn't need to do that every single day. And so in summarizing, my friends, whether you can, can you still eat the same way and still work out? My answer to you is why do you want to do that? Get to the root cause of why you want to do that. What's appealing to you about this lifestyle that you once had that actually then developed, if you're honest, that's the lifestyle that you had kind of caused you to be reckless with your food that you're eating, reckless with the portions. You have no portion control. You're constantly lethargic. When you go up the stairs, there's no energy. Your your body cannot take the weight of you right now. Your knees cannot take the weight of you right now, but you still want to aspire to be in that. It's a personal choice and you do have to understand that you are going to make choices. You are going to have to make choices and you are going to have to choose whether or not you want to continue to have those foods in the quantities that you continue to have. For example, if you're eating fast food three times a day, every single day for you to build healthy, sustainable habits, you've got to change that. That doesn't mean you need to cut it out. That could be reducing one can of fizzy drink per day until you start to build a healthy, sustainable habit. Slow, small, steady steps to achieve these things for a long term, because that's the new way of eating. When you start to grasp that nutrition for yourself and your family, the game changes. That's what coaching is about. That's what healthy nutrition is about. It's not about what you once had or pining for old foods and old habits like you're pining for an ex who wasn't good for you anyway. 
this is about a lifestyle that you can move forward in and it's beginning to your body is beginning to reap the awards you're beginning to have more energy than you've ever had before being able to play with your children play with your grandchildren be alive for your grandchildren when you're going to the checkup the doctors for a blood test they're saying that you've got the body of a 25 year old yet you're 55 these are the goals that you want to get can your old lifestyle sustain those kind of goals and get you there now if the answer is no then that is the answer to your question and then it's about how you can create a plan to be able to get there and I'm your wing woman if you want me to help you do this in a one-to-one coaching session or just a one-off road mapping session for your nutrition and that my friends is the end of today's episode I hope you got some value from today can you do me a favor if you have gone through all of the episodes if you've been through the episodes and you've just listened to them throughout a day I would love you to go and leave a review and honest review if it helped if it didn't help if I liked it but whatever you thought of it leave a review review reviews help whether they are negative or positive that's how we grow here on the podcast I am trying I'm coming on this podcast I love this podcast I love coming and giving topics I love answering these questions but I want to be able to help you but if you have got a specific question to a specific need when it comes to nutrition when it comes to weight loss whether it's a faith-based question where it's asking how do I include God into my weight loss journey DM me, DM me, put that in the suggestions, put that in the put that in the review. You can leave a review anonymously over on iTunes. If you listen on iTunes, leave, leave a review on, you can go to VA Nutrition Coach in the podcast and type in Apple on the internet and then it will take you to the link and then you can leave a review for the show over there. If you don't have iTunes and you are Android family, welcome to my Android family. You can leave a review anonymously or in the platform that you listen to the podcast on. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. Can't wait to catch you on the next one. But if you found some value in today's episode, don't forget to leave a review and subscribe and share it with a friend that also needs to hear this message. Friends, don't forget you can reach out to me over on the gram at VA Nutrition Coaching, which is the same on all other social media platforms. If you don't have social media, you can hit me up on email support at VA nutrition coaching if you want to sign up to work with me either on the group coaching program or the six month coaching program all of the information is in the show notes below and how you can sign up there can't wait to catch you in the next one friends